0: Hey there! Welcome to another episode of Career Career Retrospectives right here on the SuperView Show Network. I am joined by my two good friends, Kyle and Mike. What's going on, guys?
1: What's going on? Yo. Glad to be
0: here. Glad to be back, uh, and uh, uh, we're uh, we're all set to go. So tonight's uh, podcast is going to be on Falling in Reverse's Fashionably Late from 2013. Um, we decided to make this a choice. It was our last pick on the previous wheel that we spin uh in order to pick new records and whatnot how to and we pick new albums and that's how we go from there. So tonight's show is going to be about that 2013. Now it turns it was t- did it turn 10 years old already or no?
1: Yes. Uh it did, in May, I think.
0: It says on the Wikipedia page June 18th, 2013. So yeah,
1: that sounds about right.
0: Over 10 years old now. Hard to believe. But uh but yeah, so we're going to get going on talking about Falling in Reverse. From twenty thirteen, their album Fashionably Late. I just I'm just gonna assume this right up front. I feel like I'm going first on this, even though this, this was Kyle's pick.
1: You know, I was gonna volunteer this time, JT. But since you already oh. said it, go
2: ahead. Ah, hey, what a guy, JT. You know, add a voice stepping up to the in a plate.
0: I was gonna say the words Kyle, take it away, but I guess not.
2: You
1: you <laughs> totally could have, but now you volunteered yourself. Go ahead. I, I
0: volunteered myself, if you will. So, anyways, yeah, um well I done. digress, I digress. Falling in reverse, I had some preconceived notion. I, mean, I knew who they were like from years past. I, I actually I knew the song The Drug in Me is You, which is not on this record, of course, but I didn't really listen to a full album by them until Kyle said, Hey, let's do this album. Why not? Screw it. <laughs> and I got to tell you, I, my first initial impression was like, I'm probably not going to like this. There are things that I'm not, they're a band I'm su- not familiar with at all and I got to tell you the truth. I was taken back by more of the songs than I thought I was going to be taken back. by. I actually thought there were, there was when we get to, when I get to my track listing and my rating, I'll, I'll explain why in a second, but there were certain songs that I would go back to like that. I would go back to them in a heartbeat. Um, Cause they, some of them more than others, but as an album though, this is a very collectively strong album. And, and, and before we started our stream, I actually did a little research on their, um, their reviews for this album were wretched they were terrible apparently they I went first sure care.
1: were they were so far ahead of the game that it was review bombed
0: yeah so that's that just shows you how advanced falling in is i mean I, I can't say that fully because i haven't listened to a lot of their other albums but and i, I only know a couple of other songs but i do know that i can honestly say this was a step in a very unique direction for them coming off of their first record, which like I said, I only know a couple of songs from that record and it worked out well. Um, I am going to just, so that's my going into it. I was like, all right, I'm not, not exactly sure how this is going to go, but I listened to it over the weekend and I said, you know, this is a lot better than I thought it was going to be. Let's jump over to the track. listing for a second. Um, I just want to go off and list off some of my favorite tracks off this record too, but let's just talk about this record for a second. So, uh they st- we didn't go- we didn't do too much of the deluxe edition because there were just a lot of like uh extra tracks and a couple re- uh, re- remix track in there too um which is you know something else but um the regular track listing goes as follows champion uh bad girls club rolling stone fashionably late title track uh alone <laughs> born to oh, leave i
1: wonder which is his favorite
0: <laughs> you this is where you might be surprised this is where you Uh-oh. might be surprised Champion, Bad Girls Club, Rolling Stone, Fashionable Alone, Born to Lead, It's Over When It's Over, Game Over, Self Destruct, Personality, Fuck the rest. Yes, I said that on live on air. Uh, and we keep a show BG13, just saying. Uh, keep Holding On and Drifter. And I did listen to the, the two of the, the rest of the tracks as well, just to get like, another feeling. I know we're not really going to touch on the deluxe tracks too much, but I, I listened to them as well with Where Have You Been and Goddamn. Um, and the shy kid remix didn't really care for it, but whatever. Um, this album starts off with Champion, and at first I was like, okay, this is this is not what I was kind of expecting. I was I was expecting, okay. I, I know, sorry, take that back. I was expecting something like what I got with Champion. It was like a lot of metal screaming, and I'm not i I've come to terms and say I'm not the. I'm not really a fan of like metal with screaming like. Like vocals like that. I'm just not a huge fan of that vocal style. That being said, it worked for me a little bit. Not as much as I thought it would, but it worked. I will say that. Uh, then we got Bad Girls Club. Bad Girls Club is incredible. I was surprised. I, I was listening to him, like, and I, I, but, but but towards the end of the song, I was like, I was like tapping my foot or whatever because I was driving and I was tapping, you know, and I was like tapping the wheel, the steering wheel. I was like, this is a really great song. I was really surprised by the like, oh, bad girls club. How about that? Something I kind of want to do anyways. Uh, besides the point though. <laughs> uh, you're tapping your
2: foot on the pedal, not like, Oh, I was tapping uh, my know, foot on the gas, baby. There you go. causing people to crash behind you because you're stepping on the brake, you know. No, like, I, Mike, on. I
0: was going on the gas. Believe me, buddy.
2: Okay, good. Yeah, tap that gas. All right. You know, tap proceed.
0: That, tap, tap that gas. Uh, <laughs> That's
2: uh, the Rolling hit off Stone. his next album, by the way. His his rap album is called Tap That Gas.
0: Exactly. Yeah, it's Coming cool. soon. Waka Waka. Anyways. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, Rolling Stone. I didn't really care for it as much as I thought I would. Like the first couple songs on this record are a little bit shaky for me. It was kind of like a roller coaster. Like, oh. We're going down. And then we're going up. With Bear we're going down a little bit with Rolling Stone. Fashionably late. Is, yes, it's the title track. And for those of you who have listened to us for any period of time, I am... And I am a title track sucker. I love <laughs> me a good title track. I is that why you
1: it. didn't like Bring Me the Horizon? Is it because they didn't have a single title track? Was that,
0: was that really <laughs> it? Controversy. Controversy. Drama amongst career retrospectives fan club. <laughs> oh. No, 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 no. Not at all. I just... and. I had, I had. that's a whole separate reason. You can go look that up on our podcast <laughs> feed, whatever. Um, But yeah, uh, fashion, this it's, it's not a bad song and it's not a great song. It's kind of like in the, like a good plus in the middle, middle type of song for me. It was, I liked it, but it was, I didn't, because when I saw it, I was like, oh, there's a title track. And I was like, all right, it's a title track. I wasn't really taken back by it as, as much as I thought I was going to be. Let's put it that way. Um, Alone uh, has featured Those the kind of like Metally vocals a little bit Like that there's like Almost like the What I'm going to call Like a bear growl I was a little like Okay you know It just wasn't my, my My thing a little bit And then we get the Born to lead Which was like You know more Not completely growling But like It, it was it was different And then the rest of the album I was just cruising I was cruising through this record Like non-stop. Like tracks seven Through twelve I was flying through I was having the time of my life Listening to it's over when it's over. Game over. Self-personality destruct. F the rest. I'm censoring myself. Keep on. <laughs> keep holding on. Drifter. Wherever you've been. Goddamn. These are really solid songs that I really am glad that Kyle introduced me to this. I can finally say those that, that stuff on air. <laughs> Let's put it that way. Um, this is the, the, the so the first half of this record has a couple of songs where I'm like, you know, they're. They're not, like, the, they kind of caught me off guard. Like, all right, it's going to be, like, one of those, like, screaming death metal, like, metalcore things. I'm, I'm not the biggest fan of. But then it gets to stuff like stuff like Barry Girls Club and, like, It's Over When It's Over and, like, Self-Personality. Like, so, so, excuse me, Self-Destruct Personality. These are songs that are really, like, fit, even, like, Drifter to close out the record. And yeah, it, it, it's close to the regular record before the Deluxe Tracks. I was really, like, thoroughly entertained by this record and that's something i never thought i would ever say to a falling reverse record at all i'm (laughs)
1: surprised you like self-destruct personality considering that's one of like the three heaviest on the album
0: i i for whatever reason that one that one worked for me i don't know but the other the other couple of ones i was like eh but those were really good i that that one i liked that one quite a bit i don't know i don't know what it was but i was like damn this is just this is good stuff (laughs) broadening the horizon if you will broadening the horizon um not quite bringing you like that right. uh
2: that amorphous album it had yeah. some heavy vocals in it but it uh it, it definitely had you know i tried to pick an album that had more sing to scream ratio and it feels like kyle kind of like did the same here like he found an album that has still enough screaming it's like a 60 40 uh you know if not but a
0: balance with know, it yeah
2: 70 uh singing 30 screaming. Depending on how you you know break it apart, but um, I feel like that's a good introductory album for people who struggle with screaming. Um, you know, to to kind of like use bands who blend it alongside cleans. Like sometimes bands will sing cleans over top of screams, which helps people deal with the harshness but then when they just start screaming with nothing it can be tough to digest for the average music listener so
0: it, it th- that was the hardest part for me we like we just did bring me the horizon a career discography <laughs> breakdown um <laughs> that was that was a tough that was a hard pill to swallow for lack of a better word for me but i but if i i'll tell you right up front me, if we listened to this first and then done bring me the horizon i feel like i would have like actually had a better i may have had a better experience with bringing me the horizon more i'm not sure i mean too late now, but hey, it's it's okay. Um, but my standout tracks are "Bad Girls Club." I'm adding that to my summer bot playlist for whatever reason. I'm doing it. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> game over. Um, um, and this this the, the second half of this record is just so like it it was di- it was different sounds. It wasn't just like guitar, not just heavy drums. It was like a couple of piano songs in there, a couple of like keyboardist organy type of songs in there. I was really taken back by how diverse the sound was initially. Uh, and the critic reviews, well, I'm sure I'll touch on that in a second, but the critic reviews were like, you know, very, very mixed on this. Like they were like, this just sucks basically. Like they, they just kind of bashed it and whatnot. They gave it a 38 out of hundred on Metacritic, um, which is not a good review. In, in fact, Kerrang! Magazine said the word, the, the, their, their review was not even a one out of five or a five out of five. It just said, fuck knows. So <laughs> that was pretty bad. Um, but I I disagree with the critics completely on this. I actually really like this quite a bit. So uh, my overall rating though for this record, I'm sitting at a current about a 7.25 out of 10. I was taken back by a lot. I mean the the things that are holding it down are like this are the stuff like champ like the harder aggressive vocals really like that I just my mind can't really like process or listen to fully and digest yet. Keyword yet. Don't worry guys, I'm working on it. But, um, but yeah, it, it, that, that's, that's kind of where I'm sitting right now. It's 7.25 out of 10 for uh, falling in reverses fashionably late. That is where I sit for this record. And this is a good, Kyle, good job. Proud of you. This is a good pick. Hell oh, yeah. Boy, Hell yeah. Uh, all right. So that that's my initial impressions, track listing, tra- favorite tracks, and uh, overall rating as well. So let's, let's jump over to Kyle. This, is, this was his pick. I should we should have started with him, but that's okay. Um mm-hmm. Kyle, what what can you tell us about Falling universes Fashionably Late?
1: Uh no surprise. I picked this for a reason. This is one of my favorite albums of all time, absolutely top three, uh, ever literally ever since it came out. Uh, this is one that I've always disagreed with the critics on. And, you know, fans at the time also hated it, mainly because he brought that rap style in that happened and everyone was like oh he's doing this cuz the lead single from this was alone which is heavily rap and that came out with a video of him acting like a rapper instead of like a you know a rocker and that set people off cuz this was back you know 2013 was still a weird time where there was this still weird like almost kind of feud between rap fans and rock fans a very one-sided feud in which rock and metal fans still for whatever reason just didn't want anything to do with rap you mentioned the word rap and everyone piled on and was like oh that's terrible it's crap no one wants it ronnie was so far ahead of the game on this in the way he incorporated rap into the music because he didn't do it in kind of that cornier 90s like new metal way he did it in a in a way where he put so many different genres into this one record like let's look at it you have like rolling stone i'll use for example That's probably the most diverse song on here where you go from metalcore to, uh, there's a dubstep breakdown in there. There's a guitar solo in there. There's a rap in there. There's screaming. There's clean vocals. It's such a well-done song. So diverse. And that's so much of the album. I mean, in this whole album alone, you have, like I said, metalcore. You have like a western song in there. You have a piano ballad. You have uh, hip-hop oriented songs you have pop punk sounding songs you have pop sounding songs the amount of sounds that he did and did incredibly well on this is so impressive it's been one of my favorites since it came out you know this is a 10 out of 10 album for me personally um so i mean that's where i stand on it. i can't say enough good things about it this is my favorite lineup of the band altogether as well i think this is the the era of the band that I felt like had the most chemistry as a group, rather than just kind of feeling like it's Ronnie Radke, even though it was always kind of that he always wrote pretty much everything for the band. It was always pretty much just him, but this like iteration of the band is what mostly felt like an actual band in and of itself, where he it had Ronnie, you know, Jackie Vincent's guitar playing on this as always on the first three records that he was on absolutely kills it with like those, uh, almost like neoclassical guitar shred solos on there. He's sick. He's always been one of my favorites. Um, you know, they had uh, Derek Jones on this too. Ryan Seaman on drums. Just such a stacked lineup of incredible musicians. And yeah, I mean, top ones for me, Rolling Stone, number one for sure. Uh, self-destruct personality actually grew on me a lot over the years. That one was used to be toward the bottom. That one really grew on me um probably my you know third top oh it's tough but honestly fuck the rest i've always loved that song one of the things i love about this album too is that it had ronnie kind of acknowledging that he's kind of a douche had him acknowledging that side of him and kind <laughs> of working with it in a fun way and that's the thing that about this album that i love is that it's Such a fun record, even the songs that tackle like more serious subject matter, they like self destruct personality. He does it in a fun way where it still sounds upbeat. It's the perfect summer album. This was my (laughs) this album was the soundtrack to my 2013 uh summer. That's actually, yeah, as I graduated high school and it came out. So, just a lot of nostalgia, a lot of memories with this album. So, straight 10 out of 10 for me curious to see what mike has to say on it also i'll quickly touch on the deluxe tracks excellent except for the rolling stone remix that was uh that's back when everyone was doing these weird dubstep remixes and that one just didn't didn't hit but where have you been in god damn excellent tracks uh after that they did do like the reissue bonus tracks and stuff that were covers from various different releases that were put out that green day cover of she's a rebel Horrendous, worst thing falling universe has ever done. But in terms of the actual <laughs> album itself, best era of the band in my opinion, and really laid the groundwork for where they would go from here. I think the reception to this album though put him off of doing the rap for a while. After this, he did he did have like a mixtape that he put out song by song for you know just for free back in the day. Pretty solid songs. That was all rap, all hip hop. Uh, had some other like artists from the scene featured on it as well but uh yeah so then after that the next couple albums really didn't have much of that rap influence on it and then we started to incorporate that again is when they started blowing up even more and getting bigger than they ever were to the point where now they're one of the biggest you know metal metalcore bands out there they get played on the mainstream like octane radio on xm they get played everywhere every song that they put out you know, goes viral on YouTube for reactions and this and that. It's, it's incredibly impressive. And I really feel like that if this album didn't happen, we wouldn't be where we are today with their, um, with where they are musically. So huge, impactful album for me. Uh, Mike, curious what what you thought of it. Did you say your rating? Oh, it's a 10 out of 10 for me. Every, uh, literally, oh, every okay. literally every song on here is a 10 out of 10 for me. Uh, oh, okay, I, I will listen, listen to this to one forever. It's a top three albums of all time for me.
2: Wow. All right. Well, there you go. Um, yeah. So I'll just, just start off with my introduction to how I was, you know, how I came to find out who Falling and Reverse were. I had no idea who this band was um, until I began to see reactors doing um, uh, some of their songs. I think Kyle may have uh, uh, mentioned them or kind of. Uh, sent me something maybe um you know but i just kind of through reactors and through kind of um current releases when i say current i mean the last like five years or four years um i begin to kind of you know the song monster the song the drug in me um, is you reimagined which um i actually just watched that again this weekend because um, i was showing my girlfriend and uh that song is amazing absolutely so good like it is one of the most like talented efforts I've ever heard someone blend kind of just, like take songs, lyrics from another song and then just kind of um, just fashion it to a, a classical song. It was really impressive. And just like the new uh, um, Papa Roach cover, the uh, fantastic, absolutely fantastic. Uh, got It's grown on me watching the video, too. Um, so that was like my introduction to the band. And, you know, I've kind of like come to really uh, uh, look forward to their next release, uh, feeling like everything blends so well. So I kind of like looking back, I felt like that maybe that was like the kind of the, um, direction that I would be um, seeing in this. Um, yeah. So my initial impressions of this album um, this has to be the most cringiest album I no, have ever heard no. well, in my yes. life oh god um it it broke my meter uh that i could that i could uh like handle and it really it really kind of left in a good way right no not in a good way (laughs) um it was just okay i feel like a lot of this is is trying really hard like And I kind of see what you're saying about um, blending many different uh, genres together, but it's, in my opinion, it's not done very um, like, well in this album, it jumps to different uh, genres, but it feels um, just jarring. Like, Hey, here's a dubstep part that like you didn't really want, but I'm going to throw in your face anyway. And then, Uh, the rap comes out of nowhere whereas like the current stuff has uh it blends much better like where like um the rap is kind of uh um you know it just kind of feels like it fits better this felt like really just yeah so like um just kind of going through my uh list here champion actually started out pretty good um i don't really like his growls i've actually come to decide that his screams
1: and growls on this record are not good
2: it just sounds like he's like, It's definitely it gotten better like someone, over
1: time.
2: Definitely. It sounds like someone who doesn't know how to growl is growling and and just hoping that it works. So that really kind of like, it hit my ear and it kind of didn't leave me feeling very great. But um, uh, the song carries along, uh, the first song. Um, The rap break feels like it's a little abrupt, too jarring, could have been a little more integrated throughout the song instead of like, Here's the metal part, here's the rap part, here's the metal part. I feel like it needed more blending where it felt like uh it wasn't just uh um someone piecing together music in like a program where it's like I've 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 kind of put the pieces down. So um seven out of ten, not bad. Um, is one of the better uh songs of the album. It's actually, if I were to say it's one of my standout tracks, champion, start out. Um, then we go to this has to be the one of the most cringiest things I have heard in a long time but oh it's my god fun, Mike no Mike fun is fun. fun is a subjective like I don't know like uh the lyrics are so bubblegum pop it makes me sick uh and it's just not in a good way all the oxygen free I literally that's when the that best part, part of the song on, when that part came on I literally went I literally dry heaved <laughs> because it just made me ill like how and then the part where he starts to do a cheer i was like oh my god like metalcore people are rolling in their graves and they're not even dead but this might kill them um gee whiz like you're was, sounding like a
1: real gatekeeper right now
2: i am a, i am a, i'll be honest with you i as i grew up as a gatekeeper and i have uh no i didn't say gatekeeper but i said a gatekeeper and, uh, and uh i i feel like this is one of those songs those one of those albums that will never breach my diversity like um shield that i keep like music like this out of i this is one i i i stiff arm and i keep far away from me um yes yeah, so this is a three out of ten just ugh, horrible um then we go on to rolling stone oh my god just cringe to the to the two eleven. um Gut you like an avocado? What incredible! Um, Like terrible dubstep part. (laughs) It was just (laughs) horrible. It was one of the uh, one of the best
1: parts of the (laughs) album.
2: I know. (laughs) No, that is not what I'm saying. The chorus is super catchy, but it's not enough to save this uh, uh, this song. Um, And the vocal. Okay, and like this is what I actually said. Is Tracy and I were listening. I said, if you take Ronnie Radke off this album, and uh, the, and his comedy that he like, he's trying to be funny. Okay. And it kind of reminds me of someone who wants to be funny, but isn't, but nobody wants to say, Hey, stop doing that because you're not funny because like they don't want to hurt his feelings. So throughout this whole album, there are different comedic parts that just are so bad and you just like pray that they stop, but they just keep going. And, uh, like it just keeps happening. And I'm just like, please make it stop, God. Um, But to be honest with you... We're the opposite.
1: uh, I'm like, keep it coming.
2: Oh, dude. It's the perfect summer album. If if there is an opposite album for Kyle and I, this is it. Um, And I actually... uh, He does have good... Ability to to make songs that um, change from one part to the other. Remember how I talked about in our previous music list about songs that repeat the same things over and over again? None of these songs have that. And that's why I say, if you took Ronnie Radke off this track and put on a different vocalist who who changed the lyrics and didn't have such a, like, cringy lyrics and cringy... I actually think this album could jump somewhere into the sevens, and if not, like, musically and just um, uh, structurally... It, it is, it it is, it is kind of, it's so poppy at times and so like la 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 like in the fashion really late as I'm transitioning like it's just so cringy and 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 poppy sounding at times that it 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 falls on its face, but it has the capabilities to like really be. A well-structured and well-written album with some catchy to it that never repeats itself too much and um it really has that ability but it just it never is able to execute that and ronnie in the, in this album i feel like he was learning his the ropes and and he was going to take what he learned about music mixing and and writing and producing and he was going to take that to the next level and i feel like this album is just where he was learning and this is like, the, he's trying to hit on every genre, but it feels like somebody trying to prove themselves that they're not just a one-trick pony. I get it, but it's it's too early for me. Um, Yeah, like I guys had Fashion Relay, uh, just too poppy too, and the part where he's like, having sex with your friends at the end, I was like, what is happening? Uh, three out of ten. Um, And then Alone was one of my hit, most hated songs on the album. die. The shitting in your pampers, God help us. <laughs> Some of the most cringiest lyrics ever written. And Kyle, you are no longer ever to say the words, this album has cringy lyrics in it. After after mentioning this, I am writing in. Hold on. Kyle. July 10th. Okay.
1: All right. See, well, there's a difference between cringy in a non-fun way in and <laughs> cringy in a on-purpose, stupid fun way.
2: I don't believe that is true, sir, but I also. <laughs> I will take your. So you're going to compare this advice. to the one
1: about like the, what are like the, the doo doo heads or whatever was on that Bearded Fish album? The <laughs> butt heads or whatever
2: the hell is I would up. rather, he, I'd rather hear that than shitting in your pampers, gutting people like avocados. Like, <laughs> that's, my that's god. Awesome. Mom. Oh, God, no. I I wanted to gut myself after hearing that. Uh, two out of ten. Horrible. Uh, it has a catchy chorus. Once again, choruses in this thing are great, especially the next song, which is a standout track of mine. Born to um, uh, not born to lead. Born to lead is a is a step up, major step up. Interesting uh, mix of pop, power metal, intro, acapella, metal core. Um, which the met once again, harshes aren't great. Feels like it's trying to borrow from Dragon Force here. Mm-hmm. Actually, one of the solos oh, is almost, I, yeah, one of the solos is almost identical dragon boys it actually has almost the same like this part changes into this part and then it changes into that part you can almost put them next to each other and they almost feel like it almost felt like someone wrote another solo to the same uh like uh cadence beat whatever well if the you like that stuff, break... if you like yeah. that
1: stuff, real quick i definitely recommend checking out jackie vincent's uh solo record yeah. it's all like neoclassical guitar very reminiscent of that it's really good
2: Okay. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I definitely like this, uh, the vibe going on here. Um, the, okay. My only problem is the breakdowns are all over the place and they're not like, they don't feel like good breakdowns. They feel like they're just doing gent to try and be gent. And then they jump like, this is why I was talking to you about somebody who's trying to touch on a lot of genres, but it doesn't feel like, um, they're behind it. Their soul is in it. They're just doing it as of like checking a list. Like, okay, here's my gent part. Here's my power mill part. Here's my pop part. Here's my, you know, it doesn't feel like it. It works. It just feels like, uh, it's shocking how heavy it is, and 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 changing, um, kind of uh, um, time signatures and stuff. Um, so yeah, that kind of hurt this song a little bit. Um, but it it does touch a lot of different genres, and uh, it was you know a good uh, attempt. So seven out of ten there. Um, it's over when it's over. It's my favorite. Uh. Uh, song on the album uh, Seven and a Great half choice. out of ten uh, Favorite chorus on the album at this point um, Cliche lyrics The rapping actually feels more organic here Like where is it Like the other part where it was just like the rapper Would just come out and then you just say like Gucci and white boy rapper And this and that Like it felt like the rapping wasn't like Hey I'm here to like talk crap And I'm here to It, would, it felt like the rapping had to do with, with the song And uh, it felt it like it belonged there um and it kind of like just spliced better better mix so seven and a half out of ten um yeah the this was the highest point of the album for me born to leave and it's over when it's over um and then we just literally nosedive into the ground with the worst song on no, this album get out of here the worst song one out of ten this abomination embarrassing is so embarrassing god the cringe uh li- literally i can't i can't do it i actually i
1: have a, I have I, a guitar cover of this on youtube from 10 years oh ago.
2: oh god kyle don't say those words That that is illegal to say those words i will pretend like i never heard that uh this i i literally heard this once and i could not get through this again because i was so embarrassed by like the noises in the background and his voice how he's just like my video games It's like i'm listening to like kids bop like uh you know like i just my god how could an adult man put this out god help you uh one out of ten gee whiz uh then we go to self-destruct personality opens up with a good riff uh harsh vocals are still aren't great but you know the guitar is half decent rap parts okay harsh are kind of annoying annoying me on this one uh five out of ten yeah so that was just like um you know okay f the rest uh vocals are annoying here uh and it's just God, the lyrics attempt at humor is is once again that lyrical humor. I'm not a humor album guy unless you've earned that right. And in my first attempt with this band, I don't I'm not familiar with their uh, their humor on on the album, so it's kind of a shock to me uh, when I hear the the attempt at humor, but it's just not my style of humor. So it's kind of like you lose your audience when you're talking about some some of the stuff that you are so it's like um breakdowns really pointless uh i don't really like this, the electronic effects that they're doing and some of the i feel like once again we're trying to touch on different genres and add a little electronic sounds just doesn't do it for me um so four out of ten for that keep holding on um once again so four out of ten just it started to sound like every other song at this point and then Drifter, my God. Oh, it feels it felt like a karaoke song. Somebody who who was doing karaoke to a country song, but they sang in their own voice and their own style. And the vocals really began to stick out um with how kind of they clashed with this type of song. Um and then just kind of going into the uh the other songs, uh, where have you been just feels chaotic and trebly, uh, a little too um poppy sounding would like. Um, you know, like the how you would call it, the keyboards. Maybe I think the keyboards are making this feel like Dragon Force meets like Kids Bop. You know, it really felt like that at times. Um, uh, breakdowns that weren't great, and then just kind of ending with uh, goddamn, five. it's it was catchy but cringe comedy splice. Once again, really took me out of it. Five out of ten. So, um, I initially gave this album a four, but I had to deduct points just because of just the straight uh the only real peak was those two songs in the middle and maybe champion where uh champion going to lead and and it's over when it's over Were the only songs that could break a seven but other than that there's not much here and then I just wanted to quickly read some of the terrible terrible lyrics in They're this uh, lyrics. album oh god all right so champion gonna gonna take that spot on the top of the list quick and call it station uh, statutory rape you want some beef? Better bring a fork, cause I'm never Great gonna line. pass the torch. What? Gonna <laughs> gonna keep going with the flows, exposing you hoes to show you I'm in. Imp- I'm more important. Oh God! Uh, stop making. Start to see
1: what's wrong with these lyrics. Like.
2: <laughs> I I am not. Uh, this one alone. You're a bitch. You're a punk. Don't make me pull the pump. Cock it back. Leave you slumped. Now that's what I call bad luck. My haters talking while washing dishes for a living. My God, I'd be kissing on your missus. What? Oh, God. Oh, and I already spoke about the pooping and pampers. And God, this is just a bad, bad cringe lyric. And I can never go back to this album because it just has so much. Like, it reminds me of Attila. I mean, it literally is Attila-like cringe rap with... You got a problem Uh, with Attila now too? Oh God! You have to fight about that one. (laughs) Absolutely, yeah. So three point five out of ten is my. I'm I'm sorry, Kyle. This is too early. He starts to learn how to blend things better. I think where we're at now, and uh, this is just kind of um, the pop punkness on this album. Is I can see where you probably have a soft a soft uh, spot for it, and this uh, and uh, the songs come off originally like very catchy sounding but then they just take all of that and ruin it with his voice oh god when he just
0: does this little thing like this in
2: his voice drives me absolutely nuts absolutely nuts like he squeaks his voice like when he sings and it just oh like I would really love to hear this album redone by a different vocalist with different lyrics. I know that sounds like I'm changing the entire band, so but I would Mike love it's just a totally you know. different album. <laughs> I know that's what Tracy said. She goes, "So you want an entire new album?" I was like, "I know what that sounds like, but I the songs are actually pretty catchy sounding. I just wish that he wasn't on the track talking about the things he's talking about." Uh, and uh, I would really like to hear the album without that, which sounds like I'm asking for a whole nother bed. But I'm, what I'm trying to say is uh, produ- production-wise, writing-wise, uh, ability to make music-wise, the album isn't that bad. It actually, uh, it does get lost in its own desire to be every j- genre. It does lose its credibility by trying to be too much. Don't get me wrong there. But within that mess, there is beneath that mess there is a there is a, a structure there is a, a a hook there is a chorus and a and a and a, a riff and a uh a, a song that really uh shows potential on how to write music and how to to um make a song be interesting without losing your viewer so like he piled a bunch of shit on top dumped a bunch of like stuff and like all that stuff is like clogging up the works and it's just like um it's too much. It's like, okay, take that off. You have you have the ability and we're we're seeing it with the current version of of Vongo reverse, but just this was too soon for me. Yeah.
0: Wow. I don't know
1: if me and Mike have ever been further off.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's something we we do best, Kyle. So that's, you know, good cop, bad cop.
0: Did you guys want to touch on the critic reviews at all or just to talk about it for the second, for a second? No, God, that's probably what your, you think. No,
2: I mean, I think I touched on before they were not.
1: <laughs> no, I, not great. Yeah, I think
2: we, we uh, I think I fit well with them, but I get it. I get where people like this and, you know, like enjoyed this because like you said, I like fun, but I also like it doesn't sound like it. Mike. No, I do that like fun. Cut but you I, up Like
1: an av- avocado line is- Brilliant!
2: <laughs> <Great>. <laughs> I like my fun, but I also like my fun like less cringe and kind of just like Ronnie is. You can just tell he's cringe. Look at, have you seen the current look of him? He's got his whole neck dyed and his arms dyed. He just looks oh, yeah, like the kind of guy. To, that,
1: that's because he had all the
2: tattoos and he started. He just decided to black him out. Yeah, right. And I get it. Like he just looks ridiculous. And I and I I I applaud his shock qualities but i just feel like he i don't know if he knew who he was until the last um five years i think he was trying he really defined himself in the in the most current music um you know rather than previous work but i'll be, be interested, interested to see, what, see you know i'd yeah, be interested well, to see what
1: you would think of their other albums because this yeah. is the one that's like this the one okay. before yeah it well, wasn't like that it was more serious the one after well, I, this had a couple goofy moments. Yeah, it was more in line with the first album, and then the one after that was like a weird space, spacey metalcore-ish type thing, more like space alternative rock.
2: Right? Yeah. No, I'll be interested to see uh, um, what it you know what it sounds like to as well. So yeah,
0: is that going to do it for us, guys?
2: That's it. That's it what we're going to do. And the best album. <laughs> <laughs> Kyle, you're you should be a stand-up comedian with a kind of line right there. He really oh would kill your crap and by killing. Mean, <laughs> oh my god.
0: Um, um but yeah, that's gonna do it for us with falling in reverses, fashionably late. Obviously, very vast across the board ratings here. I'm very much in the middle. Mike is really low, and Kyle, this is one of his favorite albums of all time. So that's pretty much put it there. Um, we are gonna spin the wheel tonight. Uh, and we're going to let you guys know what our next album is. We, we just, we, re- re- refilled the wheel full of albums, uh, that we're ready to go. Kyle, I think it's all set for you to share if you're ready to go. So. Yep. Well, I'm
1: getting this pulled up, Mike, do you want to explain how we put the albums on this time?
0: Yes. Go ahead.
2: Yeah. So, uh, you know, what we were doing is we are going to choose two albums a piece from the, uh, Rolling Stones top 500 albums of all time, the 2013 edition of that. Um, and, uh, then, as a, a bonus of our of our own pick, we get to pick an album that we all love. Um, and uh, we, what we tried to do is we tried to pick two albums that um, we all haven't heard of. As you've kind of heard throughout the time that we've been doing these reviews, if you've kind of been following along. Um, some most of the albums one of us has had the upper hand with knowing the album and all and having a very strong opinion if it's good or bad none of us are going to have those opinions on these albums although we do favor an artist uh um it may not be the album that we really want to hear so it's going to be a lot less of uh having the upper hand of knowing the album and then the bonus album our borrow and pick will be the everything we've you know we know and come to love um kind of like what we've been doing. So it'll be a little bit of uh everything, uh, you know, on the unknown and the known, you know. So yeah. All
0: right, All right let's spin the wheel.
2: Let's go. Nobody's where it stops, nobody knows.
0: Wheel of fortune. Just kidding. Of oh, fortune. Oh,
2: and it yeah, wow. did it go backwards.
1: It is it stopped literally like
2: woo straight up and down. But Mike, here's your pick is up first. This is my pick. Uh, David Bowie, Ziggy Stardust. This is a classic. Um, this is the classic, and I've always wanted to listen to this album. I've never had a chance to listen to it, and um, yeah, like I feel like this uh, this whole thing is a nice way of of really um, you know, re kind of re rising an album back to the uh, surface here that you've been kicking down the road and having a chance to fully. Uh, you know, just kind of getting in touch with so, yeah, good stuff,
0: yeah. So, our next album for next week is going to be David Bowie's 1972 album. Uh, I think it's when it came out, it was uh, Ziggy Stardust and the Spiders of Mars. I actually have this LP on vinyl. Um, I have never listened to it all the way through, though. I got it like recently, though, um, for my vinyl collection, but I have not listened to it all the way through. So, I'm very I might even listen to it on vinyl before mm. we do our stream just saying mm. uh very excited to do that but yeah but so next week is david bowie we spun the wheel it's gonna be david bowie's and and uh ziggy Stardust and the spiders of mars very i've heard a couple of singles but we'll have to wait and see of course um but yeah but that's gonna do it for yeah. us guys thanks so much for watching listening however you enjoyed us tonight i want to thank the two gentlemen as always kyle and mike for doing this with me of course uh this is a great pick by kyle glad you picked it bud. and um is q a podcast done for the season, right?
1: uh yep and should be coming back by the end of this month or sometime in august
0: awesome well you heard your first q a podcast this guy down here does a great job phenomenal 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 work my dear friend um but yeah uh that's gonna do for us guys thanks so much for watching listening however you enjoyed us so for all of us here career retrospective stay safe take care and